K360 Radio. Hello, J360 Legion, and welcome to another J360 Mini Bite, hosted by JM Brady, and I am your host, JM Brady. So, let's get into it, shall we? How's it going, y'all? <laughs> uh, enjoying the holiday season? I know I am, in many more ways than none. I mean, what with the hilarity over at my retail place and all the other stuff going on here in the J-Man's life, <laughs> I gotta admit, the holiday season is just a comedy of errors waiting to happen. But hey, it comes every year, so you gotta learn how to deal with it. And you know, ironically, despite all the problems with it, I love the holiday season. I never really have too much of an issue entirely because of the way people are, but I always know that no matter how rough it can be, I always have a project to work on that keeps me busy. Namely, you know, J360 Radio, and actually I should just say J360 TV, and J360 Productions as a whole. <laughs> because if you've been paying attention to my Instagram lately, you've been noticing I'm making some improvements. No need to wait until January to do something new. Might as well just start now, you know, among other things. Just getting it, getting it all together is just amazing, man. It's been a blessing so far. So, you know, like I said, you just got to roll with it a little bit, and then things even out. However, though, it doesn't mean that there still isn't some dysfunctional moments coming our way. Yeah, so, uh, enjoying the Lakers game, <laughs> and then all of a sudden you see this big woman come out there with her thong, and that's the ass shake heard around the world, folks, because now everybody's sitting there throwing in their two cents with their I'm above it all attitude, sticking their nose up in the air, saying, oh my god, that is so inappropriate, what with the women and children and all of them being prevalent? Yeah, right. Some of y'all were sitting there in the corner saying, Slay, Queen, Slay, Big Booty, oh my god, it's oh my goodness, how could it be? Look, you know, honestly, isn't this a singer named Lizzo or something like that? See, I never heard any of Lizzo's music. These people come out a dime a dozen just like um, any sort of pop star or R&B star you know of. And the thing is, it's like, this woman here, can she flow? Is she good at her music? I really don't know, but I do know this. She sure made an appearance now. She's relevant now because nobody's not talking about the booty shake. Now, was she doing it at an appropriate venue? Obviously not, but that's what she wanted. She got that attention and that shock value, and, of course, she was on Instagram the next day defending what her choice and what she did. Of course, you know, she's like, my choice is my choice. What I do is all up to me. I'm inspiring people to do other things. Don't let nothing define you. Isn't it something that we have celebrity culture and they always say this stuff? You know, whenever they do something wrong, you know, it, it gets on my nerves sometimes. And now by seeing that, I'm like, this is dumb. This is about as dumb as that whole Nick Cannon versus Eminem thing going on right now. Even with Suge Knight. Isn't Suge Knight still in jail? Last I checked. Isn't he still like somebody getting raped by his celly all the daily or something? You know? It, it just amazes me. And you see, I found that out because of the uh, HNIC podcast. Which, by the way, much respect to him. Head nerds in charge, man. Those guys are handling it. But going back into this Lizzo thing, you know, it doesn't impress me. I've seen her. I've seen her ass. How could you miss it? But much like Kim Kardashian breaking the internet, you know, I think people just love this shock value and try to sell all this stuff to us like people actually care. You know, and twerking used to be a pretty cool dance at one time. I remember twerking. Hey, hello, 2017. 
<laughs> it's, it's so stupid. We as a society just, I, I don't know what it is. But we never elevate. We always fall back. It's, it's always something to fall back in old habits. Or you see somebody doing this one thing. This is who I am, she said. I was like, I don't care who you are. I mean, more power to you doing it. I, I got to admit this. Her walking around with that big ass out there. And, of course, she's wearing a thong. Oh, yeah, fat women can wear thongs. Isn't that something? You're just now noticing this? They've been able to wear them for years. All sorts of women have. Get over it. Think about it, folks. I mean, more power to her. She's already causing more trouble to herself because if I know anything about states, you know, about about stadium sides, court seats, you you do know how often those seats are clean, right? Oh, man, she probably going to have some balls out the wazoo if she ain't took the time to clean that ass. And I mean all of it. I mean, I mean, you think about it from time to time. She's already doing enough damage to herself right there. But because of all what she just did, shaking her big old rump out there, everybody's going to look at that and be like, oh. And like, I know some people were enjoying it. And they were playing her song, too, at the stadium. And the Laker girls were out there dancing along with her. So it's like, yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, this was planned. You, you, it, it had to have been. How, how else are you not going to play Juice at the same time she's doing it, right? And I took the time to listen to that song. I think it sucks, but the beat's good. That seems to be the ongoing trend with a lot of stuff. You meet these no-talented people or you see like what they're trying to do. Who knows? She could be a better big-time performer later on in life as far beyond after I'm done making this episode or this series in general. But the thing about it is, is that, no, she doesn't impress me any different than any of the mother ladies that are out there working the, working the junk. You know what I'm saying? So I just look at it, and I'm like, wow, we, we, we so stupid and got nothing going on. We're over here just blowing this stuff up. I'm throwing my two cents in it because, you know, why not? At the end of the day, it's like, did she do something inappropriate? Yeah. Did she do it wrong? Depends on who you talk to. And as far as I'm concerned, just another individual out here to just be doing this stupid stuff to get that attention. And you know what? I'm wondering this. When's that next EP coming? Because you know there's going to be an EP, an album, or something coming at the end of this. Because that's usually how it goes. However, she ain't the full... She's not the full attention of this episode. Ghostbusters is coming back for the upteenth time. Yes. I mean, you know what? It fits in the main timeline. Everything looks to be done right. You know, everybody's sitting there talking big buzz about it. Even though the trailer really didn't show you too much anything else. And as it shouldn't have. Because, you know, like, the little girl is actually related to one of the original Ghostbusters back in the day. And there hasn't been a ghost uh, sighting or an event 30 years and it has Paul Rudd in it. This has a chance to succeed. You know what I mean? This is that kind of 20-year or 30-year sequel that you look forward to. And everything's going to be done right. And they had the Ecto-1 come out of retirement. Oh, man. I mean, that, that that's cool. Like, you got to admit, right there, the nostalgic feels are pretty good. However, like, I gotta see how the full trailer and everything else is gonna play out. But I'm actually looking to see that one do it pretty good, you know? Especially since it would be the last time for some people to wear the Proton Packs for a while. This has a chance. And, of course, until then, I still got the Ghostbusters video game to uh, enjoy. Now, a lot of people have been sitting there saying, Oh, yeah, goodbye, girls. You don't exist in canon no more. <laughs> yeah, I-, I thought about this, right? Wasn't that an alternative universe take anyway? Like, didn't really, like, measure up to anything? 
Well, wasn't that the whole point of that film? It was just made to make money and to show that women can do so much. Like, what was the point of the 2016 Ghostbusters film anyway? I mean, you can metaverse any intellectual property there is. I mean, at the end of the day, it's not saying that they're hopefully not even in canon. Now, I didn't like the movie by any means, but I will say this much. It wasn't an anchor to destroy anything for me because I can always watch Ghostbusters 1 and 2 and just not give a damn about it. You know what I'm saying? Which a lot of other people have. But as far as, like, Ghostbusters Afterlife, though, this this hopefully this movie will sell and will give a guaranteed freshness to the franchise. Of course, you know, there is that other side of the spectrum where they'll be like, oh my god, I can see more sequels coming from this. And maybe, maybe it's possible. Maybe it could work. But I'm excited for it. I'm also excited for Godzilla vs. Kong. I know it got pushed back to November instead of March. I'm not, I'm not down about that because November needs some good movies. And the thing is, after seeing what that teaser showed with King Kong giving Godzilla a slug, I was like, oh, damn. And they're fighting on an aircraft carrier. I, that, that movie's got my attention, too. Uh, speaking of which, of movies that sort of do and sort of don't have my attention, uh, Star Wars Episode Nine. I'll be honest with y'all, I don't like 8. I thought 7 was interesting, but I don't like 8. And, see, the reason I don't like 8 is because it really feels like it was light on the story. Like, you know, the whole thing with uh, Rose Tycho and um, Rose Tycho and Finn, their whole subplot, it, it kind of, it, it was just like, it came out of thin air and nothing was resolved from it. I mean, granted, he got put back on one of the First Order ships, and then, you know, he managed to get some revenge on Phasma, even though you look at Phasma for all that, she's great and everything, you know, they're just using that Boba Fett effect because she looks cool. I would like to know more about what she's done, but, you know, at the end, it's still, like, there was so much there that could have been worked with in that movie. And everybody's always like, oh, you can blame Ryan Johnson, you can blame Kathleen Kennedy. And yeah, while I do, at the same time, it's like, there, there had to have been better scripts. And, you know, like, some people said that they didn't like it because the main cast was separate. But the main cast did separate for a while in the original trilogy. And everybody's so hyping up about this is going to be the end of the Skywalker saga. This is going to be the end of the Skywalker saga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever your selling point is. You can even have that guy with the glasses pop up. Not, not Doug Walker, but you can have that other guy pop up there crying at the trailers and crap because that's supposed to be a selling point. I, I, I don't care. The whole thing about this sequel trilogy, and I remember when we had the buzz for it and everybody wanted it. Because it was supposed to have been the cleanup from the prequels, even though the prequels was a far gone conclusion. It could have been better writing for those prequels, but didn't happen. Until you got to the comic books. But when you look at like the sequel trilogy, it had a lot of buzz and it had a lot of hype. I think it was just too big. I think there was times where it was like people had this whole large idea of how this was going to go, and it didn't sell well on it. Because you look over at The Force Awakens, that was banking off of our nostalgia. But you see, it worked. And it made you think, okay, well, where did it go from here? Because I had excitement for Episode Eight. I'm not going to lie. But then when I saw it, I saw it for the first time, I was glossed over about it. And I was like, okay, well, maybe it's not that bad. It's not the one I hoped for, but it's not that bad. But then after subsequent rewatches, I just didn't care for it, you know? And I thought about how much better it could have been. And Kylo Ren's motivation got on my nerves, like... 
you know what I'm saying? It's like the crux of the characters, and these characters, a lot of them are blanks, and a lot of them, you know, there's no real motivation here, and that's what kind of killed it for me. That's why it's not on my favorites list. Like, a lot of y'all can probably enjoy these movies and say, oh, yeah, yeah, you, you just don't like it because, because you know, Rey's a powerful Jedi. So I'm like, no, that's not the reason. I think Rey is an okay character, but I know Rey is a Mary Sue character. I know Rey has a little bit of issues that she's trying to get over, but the thing about it is it's not as palpable as it was with Luke and Anakin's story in the beginning. You see what I'm saying? It's there, but some of these writers or something happened in production that misplaced why I should care about that character. You know, but I do like Finn's story arc for a little bit until we got to episode eight, and then it was like, dude, you're in the mix. You you don't need to be a coward right now. You see, but war is hell, and some people cannot escape that cowardness thing, even though they've done great things in the resistance and also you want to know about where the first order came from where the resistance came from and how this stuff happened again i mean how did these old habits fall apart like how did we get to this point and that wasn't in there who the hell was snoke little things like that man that's what kind of killed it for me with those movies and then like with episode nine you had J.J. Abrams saying, like, the movie's not finished or the movie's a, tr- a-, a task and all this other stuff. Like, there's been nine to eight different endings made for it. Uh, it's like, come on, man. Just make the movie. And it had more than enough problems when Colin Trevorrow left or was fired, but at the end of the day, he took his money and he left. But the thing is, it's like, so much goes on, man. And even Solo was not that bad of a movie. It's, once again, it's probably the movie that nobody expected or nobody wanted. But you all wanted to see an Obi-Wan movie and a Yoda movie like I did. You would probably know. But we got the Mandalorian to kind of clean things over. But it's just the sequel trilogy has been a mess. And is it going to get any better? I really don't know. But it's all on this movie. And all the three prime actors for these movies, they said they're not coming back to Star Wars. So it it lets you know, like, there's something going on in that franchise. And then everybody's over here hyping and enjoying the Disney train and saying, Disney made over $1.1 billion over the year. (laughs) Yay! (laughs) No, 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 no. Why would I care about a company making money that, you know, obviously I'm not getting any part of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I like Disney Plus and all, and keep in mind I do invest in it too, like you all do, because where else can we shop? The the, the wildest thing is is that people will sit there and they'll, they'll tell you this crap, like all this stuff pertains to you. It's amazing what happens when you buy a few intellectual properties and smaller companies to add to the army, huh? They got us by the balls, folks. Just like Walmart, just like Amazon, and just like any of these other big companies you can think of. Yeah, you're mad as hell, but you see, part of that is your patronage. And you see, <laughs> at the end of the day, it is what it is. It's kind of like how all these other celebrities come out of the woodwork and tell you all this wild stuff. And you're just going to cycle behind it because guess what? Strength in numbers, right? I got to be a part of something. And then at the end of the damn day, you know you get no benefit out of it. And, and you know, you can go at me and say, Jay, well, is it like that you always have to be there to get something? Well, usually people have been doing quid pro quo for years. And people have been doing something for something in return, which is the same thing as quid pro quo. Yeah, a little bit. Mainstream America's built off of that. But, you know, 
I go on. But let's bring it back to full center here. These movies I'm looking forward to. I am going to see episode 9. I did pretty much do a redemption for episode 7 and 8. I'll probably go more in depth on a J-Man show episode later on. And the J-Man show actually will be coming tomorrow instead of today. Because I wanted to do a little bit of a shuffle. And I got caught up doing J360 TV for a little bit. But I hope this actually enlightens and excites you i know some of y'all are probably gonna be mad but it is what it is because i don't give a damn and i gotta go ahead and say what needs to be said (laughs) but until then though you all take it easy i'll be back tomorrow peace on out okay laters it's decorating with duncan Hey, your desk looks great. Really festive with all the decorations. Oh, thanks. Yeah, this Dunkin' Peppermint Mocha Latte gave me a little pick-me-up, and I decided to go for it. Whoa, you even lined your desk drawers with musical lights? Yep, and look what's inside. A Dunkin' Gingerbread S'mores Latte for you. Get holiday in a Dunkin' with a $2 medium latte, cappuccino, or Americano from 2 to 6 p.m. The holidays run on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. It's decorating with Dunkin'. Hey, your desk looks great. Really festive with all the decorations. Oh, thanks. Yeah, this Dunkin' Peppermint Mocha Latte gave me a little pick-me-up, and I decided to go for it. Whoa, you even lined your desk drawers with musical lights? Yep, and look what's inside. A Dunkin' Gingerbread S'mores Latte for you. Get holiday in a Dunkin' with a $2 medium latte, cappuccino, or Americano from 2 to 6 p.m. The holidays run on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer.